Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. What's up, good people? Welcome to episode 14 of the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. Yeah, I got a story to tell today. Got a story to tell. I think it's a good story. I think it, I think it's a story that may help somebody. Right? I'm going to tell the story of how health saved my life. It's not as cut and dry, though, as you think. It's not, you know, a lot of people get sick and then, you know, they may change their diet and... They may bring the cholesterol down or they may lose weight and they, they kind of reference health saving their life. No, this is a little bit different. Because remember, this is the holistic pursuit of health and wellness. So I want to kind of break it down into three parts. I want to speak to how food played a role and what role it did play in shifting my mind. Or, in, or affecting my mind, I should say. And then how my mind and the shifting of that allowed me to tap into an, a, we'll say, unaccessible part of my spirit. And it blew the lid off everything else. And so if it seems as though, for those who may know me, or maybe those who don't, that I have a level of peace, joy, and self-confidence, it all ties back to that. And so when I say that health saved my life, I'm, I'm, I literally mean it. I literally mean it. And it's difficult, in my opinion, for you to approach health without approaching it in a holistic manner, which is why... And I, and I talk about it all the time, how you will see what appears to be one person thriving or doing well or have seemingly mastered one aspect of health, but failing miserably in the other areas. I don't, I don't really like, I don't really like to say failing, but not mm, walking abundantly. Maybe we'll say that in those other areas. So you may be, you're out of balance, essentially. You may have gotten your little spiritual thing in order for the most part, but you can't figure out how to get the health, your body is out of whack, right? You may have gotten your body looking the way you want, but mentally, life is really, really digging in your rear end. And you don't know how to balance. Or you can have two of those parts. But regardless, something something is out of balance. So, where shall we start? We shall start with... I don't want to go all the way back to the very, very beginning. Because when I first started, let's see, around about 2008, 2009, when I was interested in like getting my health together, it it was more for vanity purposes. I won't lie. 
I won't lie. Let's see. My daughter was probably five at that time. And, you know, I was doing what you do in your, how old was I then? Mid, mid-twenties, I guess. So, I I wanted to, I didn't want to be fat. I'm going to just keep it real. And big runs in my family. Not genetically. I don't buy that, but that's a discussion for another day. But anyway, so I was beginning to look like, whoa, that's a little, this thick is a little borderline too thickish slash kind of fetish to me. So I better start to do something about this. That was, that kind of got the wheels to rolling. Now, it wasn't long before I began to become conscious about things that I things that I ate and it wasn't drastic and I started small you know the first thing the first thing everybody else what's the first thing you did I did not go in and, and throw away all of my food like who the hell can afford to do that I mean some people can but no I didn't go in and throw everything out I didn't um just become extreme and just adopt this amazingly healthy lifestyle the very first thing that I did the very first thing I did was I eliminated beef and pork out of my diet that was the first thing that i did it was heavy i mean you gotta understand this is this wasn't a small feat you're talking about somebody who loved some bacon and some barbecue okay loved i don't know depending on where you live we had a cookout and they would make these barbecue sandwiches Woo! Mm. or you know college days man it would be nothing to have to bake up put some um what you call it some bacon in the oven and have that as a snack yep <laughs> i was on that real old fat tip but I, I was never you know severely overweight it was manageable and i still you know for the most part you could slide them in some jeans and you still look good right so for me to cut that out and every time i would go out to eat and anyone who knew me all i would order was a steak like, I won't give me a steak. I want some red meat. So that was huge for me to cut both of those out. But what was going on with the meat, it was heavy. You know, I felt tired all the time. At this time, I believe there was a lot of conversation about cloning meat and cloning cows and beef. And, you know, the more that I dug into pork and swine and just how filthy of an animal they are just i was like i'm i I gotta cut that and immediately i felt the difference in just how i felt i just didn't feel as heavy so that was cool that was cool that worked that was cool and you know we'll progress on i got a trainer that helped me get the 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 physical and the fitness aspect together on that side and I was strengthening my relationship with God. I was in a church at the time. So that was good. It was good. All was well. Let's fast forward. So, uh, 2012, 2011, those were some tough, tough times for me. Very, very tough. Um, you know, 2009, I was laid off from, from my job, um, I was teaching at my alma mater, and um, 
So it was really, it was, you know, grind. You know, I had to figure out, I didn't have time to get a job. I had to figure out, hey, you better take all these skills and all these degrees you got and figure out how to put it to work. And that's what I did. But it was, it was a tough time just in every aspect of my life. You know, not only financially, you know, personally on a relationship level. Um, and then health-wise, you know, something was going on, but I really didn't know. It was small things that were happening that you just ignore. So, you know, my face would break out a little bit. It was breaking out more than it ever had, which was strange. You know, I was playing around with cutting out, you know, dairy and chocolate and sugar. it get a little bit of results. Eh, you know, hit and miss. But, you know, we'll fast forward on a little bit. 2000 and the beginning of 2012 was... When I was really like, okay, I got, I got, I got to really like get, get myself together. Like, you know, it was still tough, but I was really, really then hard, hard, hard on my relationship with God and getting in the church. Like, I was really serious about my walk. Like, I want to do this thing and I want to do it right, right? And that was cool. That was cool. It helped me. It, it did. It did. And but as I began to shift. Into 2000 and let me get it right. 2014. Beginning of 2014. Something began to happen. Something began to happen. And I didn't quite, couldn't quite figure out what was going on. But I knew something was happening. Right. And let's see. I was really going hard trying to do this fitness thing. Right. Debating to do fitness model type stuff or like. You know, I want to get health, this whole health thing. And so I was eating. I was following all the little fitness gurus and so-called experts eating all this food. God, it was just disgusting. I mean, I'm going to give you an example. My day was just ridiculous the amount of food that I was eating. I'm su- I, I just surprised my body didn't just clock out altogether. But this is normal because a lot of people do it all the time. So, you know, I would get up in the morning and I'm up early now. So I could be up at five. And immediately, I'm getting something. So it may be a protein shake. It may be um, fruit. I'm, I'm ill. Granola bar, something. I'm eating something. And then breakfast will be huge now, especially if I went to work out at 5 and then I came back. So I'm talking, you know, four eggs and three slices of bacon and, oh, uh, makes me nauseated thinking about it. Two hours later, I'm eating something else because you got to eat every two hours, right? That's what they tell you. So when I'm doing this and I'm trying to build muscle, like, come on, we got to build this muscle. In order to build muscle, you got to take in more calories. You got to be eating, 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 eating. And I told, no, 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 April of 2014, my system shut down. Now, I'm not going to blame it solely on what I was doing in regard to overeating. Because the reality of it is I've overeaten all my life, if I really think about it. That's just the way I was raised. I was raised in the country and you eat. You don't you don't just eat and be done. You eat till you about to till you literally about to die. That you stuff to a T. Like you ready to take a nap. That's what you do. We've always done it. I didn't realize it at the time. So I'm not gonna blame my system shutting down solely on me getting into fitness and following that regimen. However, I believe is what finally took it over the top. You know, just over the years, that breaking point that was it. And what I mean by my system shut down is that, oh, man, I, 
first of all, I was having crazy night sweats. Crazy. I mean, wake up so you would think I had been running in my sleep. Then I couldn't eat anything. First, it started off like any type of carbs that I would eat, whether it was wheat, bread, potatoes. Oh, I would get nauseated to the point where I was literally near vomiting, but I didn't vomit. Or it would just, you know, you just kind of, you know how you spit up spit or whatever. But it, it was bad. So then it was like, oh, my God. So let me cut back. Let me cut back on some of these carbs or something. I don't know what's going on in my, what's, what, what is really going on? So... I did that, and then it got to the point where, and this happened rapidly, like within, you know, two weeks. So at first thought, I started noticing, like, man, I'm feeling a little nauseated. And I, and once it got severe, I was like, all right, let me, let me pull back. Let me cut back some of these carbs because I'm thinking maybe my system is not. And I'm researching the whole time. I'm researching symptoms. I'm researching what could be going on. Um, I'm reading about small intestinal, what is it? S-I-B-O, small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. And that's tying in to the symptoms that I'm reading. And so I'm like, all right, cut the carbs, cut the carbs. I did that. Then, you know, not even a few days later, it didn't matter what I ate. I was nauseated. Like I couldn't eat anything. And I just started feeling terrible. So I was like, okay, shoot, I'm going to need to stop eating. Well, if you know anything about not eating, it actually is a benefit to you. It's essentially fasting. When you fast, your body begins to cleanse. When your body cleanses, it releases toxins. Here's a secret. Have you ever noticed when you're sick that you don't have an appetite? Ah, it's a reason for that. See, we try to, when we're sick, you think about when you were a kid, you were sick. And your, your parents try to force you to eat. You need to eat something. No, you don't. Stop thinking you're smarter than your body. You being sick is essentially your body trying to flush your system. Where think all that mucus coming from? <laughs> it, your system is trying to help you. That is why you don't have an appetite. Right? It takes a lot of energy when you eat to digest food. Okay, so your body, we don't need food right now. We're working on something. So that's why you don't have an appetite. <laughs> so you don't need to force yourself. And this is why I can't get down with these new fitness ideas. And I did it. I did it because I believed it at one point. But you got to start tying common sense into this thing. Like stop just following what somebody else said. I don't even care if it's based on a study. Some things is just common sense. And common sense says you are not smarter than your body. Sorry. You're not. So your body knows when it's hungry. Your body knows when it's not hungry. Like the idea that we can look at a clock. Do you, do you think about this for a second? Who created the clock? Who created time? Oh, man, dear. Okay, cool. So you mean to tell me man has decided what time you should eat? Which time everyone should eat? How many how many people we got on this earth? How many is it billion, whatever? Million, trillion, billion. We know it ain't a trillion, but a lot. We could say a lot. Okay, cool. You mean to tell me that somebody decided the time that every single person on this earth is supposed to eat? <laughs> Does that make any sense? No, it doesn't make any sense. 
So anyway, let me get back to my story because, you know, I get off. All right, let's reel it back in. Um, so I stopped eating. And my body really, it almost was like I, was, I had went into shock. Like, I, my body was so used to taking in so much. When I stopped and it stopped eating, because I had to, because eating made me nauseated to the point of literally feeling like I was about to throw up all day. So when I stopped, I'm telling you, it felt like my body went into shock. I was laid out. I, I can't remember the last time I've been laid out like that. And it was so serious that, you know, for the most part, I take care of my health. I had been taking care of my health myself. I'm, I, I don't fool with doctors unless, you know, if it's an emergency, cool. But anything in regard to pre- preventative care or even, quote unquote, maintenance care, I'm not seeing no doctor for that because that's not what they for. <laughs> the system isn't set up for that. But that's another discussion. So it was so serious where I remember my husband was really, really concerned. Like, look, you got to go to a doctor. And I'm like, no, I ain't going to one of these regular doctors. So I looked up and found a um, holistic doctor. But she was so booked, I couldn't get in for another two months. So it was like, look, I mean, I couldn't move. I mean, my body, think of like being in the, having a flu. The worst case of the flu, your whole body is just aching. You can't move. Like, you're in pain. You don't want nothing. You don't want no food. You don't want no water. You want anything. That's what that felt like. So, anyway, so, you know, I I, I played along because, I, you know, I respect my husband's concerns. So, I went to the doctor. <laughs> and, of course, this jackass, he didn't know no more than I did. I would argue he knew less, but whatever. And he ran all of these. Uh, he did the celiac test to see if I had... Um, Sensitive to gluten, um, you know, he did a little standard, whatever, and of course he didn't know. It was only when I started to, to point out, well, I'm thinking it may be this and maybe that, because I'm the one at the time was thinking, well, maybe I'm having some, you know, gluten type of interaction or response or something. And that's when he gave me that test. So he didn't know. He ran all that, man. How much money that cost me? I forgot, but it was a lot. That came back, nothing. So he was like, well, I don't know. Maybe you should just um, take it easy. And I think he even gave me some pain medicine. Like, what? And he referred me to a gastrointestinal specialist. And I already knew I won't go into that. So I was like, okay, thank you. Appreciate it. And I called up my holistic doctor, and I made an appointment with her. And I was like, I'm going to figure this out. So, um... Again, I've been in, you know, researching and kind of studying the health thing for a while. So I knew some different things and, and remedies and things that I could do in regard to kind of getting myself back right. Different herbs that I could take. And that's what I started to do. And that would buy me some time until my appointment came. So I did that. You know, I went strictly. I cut carbs completely. That did help. Did strictly white. Um... You know, white meat and vegetables is really all I ate for the most part. So let's fast forward. Let's fast forward. That was cool. That worked. That, um, it bought me some time is what it did. Um, I didn't get 100% relief. It was, it was bearable and it was doable for the time being. And so in October, 
something happened. I don't know if I had to go out of town or what happened, but I could not get in a first appointment with her, with the holistic doctor. So it made it really awful because I had to push it back even further. She wasn't then. Remind you now, this happened in April. So my appointment was going to be in October. No, no, no. My appointment was going to be, um, was it August? Something like that. When I missed that appointment, <laughs> her new patient list didn't start until the following year, like January. I was like, what in the world? So October of that year. And there's so many pieces I feel like I'm miss I'm I'm keep I'm missing because it was so many other things that was going on. So at that time I'm still right, you know, so I'm still independent, I'm still working on my you know, for myself. That was I had hit a challenging spot, you know, the year my year fluctuates depending on I have, you know, different times of the year that busier than others. And I had kind of hit a dry spot in addition to my health. And, and man, when your health is down, it, it's just hard, hard, hard to flourish in other aspects. Or maybe I should say more challenging to, to flourish in other aspects of your life. And then it was something else going on just on a spiritual level. I just I couldn't figure out what was going on business wise why i'm hitting this dry spell and things are not happening i got the faith i'm I'm holding on i can't figure out what my body is like what the freak is going on with my body and why can't i get it right and i forgot i left out man something else another side effect that i was having i was getting so bloated i thought i was eating not only nauseated bloated where it looked like i was like four months pregnant I was like, what is going on? So I'm at this place like I need answers, right? And again now, I'm strong. I'm feeling good. I'm the strongest that I believe at that time in my spiritual world that I had ever been. And I'm like, Dad, God, where you at? I got, I mean, what's up? Shoot, help a sister out. And I felt like I was praying and my words were just, they, they weren't even reaching. I'm like, I, I, don't, I mean, I didn't know what was going on. And it was some challenging, it was challenging, even in my house it was challenging, right? Just some things, you know, having a tween at that time and and stuff with her crazy, you know, just, it was a lot going on. And I just felt disconnected. So, if I haven't learned anything else... I've learned that, you know, during the times that you really, really feel disconnected from the source, God, one of the most, you know, helpful things that you can do is really, really fast. Um, so I really wasn't doing it at the time for health purposes. It was really more spiritual when I fasted just because I knew it re- would require me to shift my mental from everything else that was going on. So that's what I did. You know, I, um, you know, I cut all thing, everything out, you know, TV, social media, and I fasted. And I, and I told this part before, you know, for 40 days. And, you know, my intentions was I, I need to know. I mean, it was so it was everything about life was questionable to me because it was like if I so-called got the answer, if I so-called found the key. Why the hell is it not unlocking any of these doors? Why am I not thriving? At what point 
do you wait? What point? How long do you wait? How long do you suffer? How long do you? At some point, you should be getting some different results. And I wasn't getting different results. And I needed some answers. I, I needed some answers. And I was just serious about getting better in every aspect of my life. And so, and that was the intention that I set at the beginning of 2014. I want to be the best that I can be mentally, physically, and spiritually. So that fast set all of those things into motion. I was like, I need you to open my mind to be able to understand. I need it. I need it. I need to be able to understand. And one of the worst lies, and I told my mama this, one of the worst lies she ever told me was that some things aren't meant to be understood. And I just don't believe that. I, I, I don't believe that. And so I needed answers. And, you know, I'm not going to tell you that I got all the answers after I did that came out of that fast. But I'm telling you, it certainly got the wheels to moving. It certainly got the wheels to moving. And when I set the intentions, and it's so powerful in setting the intentions, I can't emphasize enough. Do You got to believe there's a spiritual force behind you assisting you. But you got to take the first step. You got to make the intentions. You got to set the intentions for what it is that you want, whatever it is. I don't care if it's financially. I don't care if it's health in your body. I don't care if it's in relationships with a lover or with your children. You got to set, make the intent. What do you want? And I set the intent and I wanted freedom and I wanted truth. I was like, it's something that I'm missing out of this puzzle. It's something and I need it. And, and I believe that I would get it. And during this period, <laughs> things seem to get worse. <laughs> to get worse that's what's so funny and that's why i love i have I've fallen in love with hard times and challenges not not that i bask there and i want to stay there just because i understand what's happening ultimately is 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 to benefit me right so when i set that intention ooh, ooh, things begin to happen piece by piece that was that was october i came out of that right before thanksgiving and i think i've told this part before came out of things it was right before thanksgiving came out of it and i was i was feeling good i not feeling good like everything had came together and everything was going well but i just i, I was like okay i feel good and and all the while now don't don't miss the most important one of the most important things that i was still studying during this time i was still researching everything from business to spiritual to health and I ate Thanksgiving and something something was going on in the inside. I can't explain it. Can't explain it. It's hard. It's hard to explain. And I remember 1st of December sitting down to eat, eat dinner or lunch or whatever it was. And I looked down and my spirit just spoke to me. And I say this, people get weird. Like, how do you know when your spirit speaks to you? You know. You know, it's nothing spooky about you got. It's not. Come on now. What do you what what do you mean when you say something told me? Something told me not to go in there. And then I found out that place ended up catching on fire. What was that something? That's your how are you speaking to you? Come on now. So my house self spoke to me the same way I'm speaking, just as clear as I'm speaking to you. And it said, Hey, you cannot take on life. You cannot exude life taking in death, blood, and flesh. That was my real revelation. I ain't saying it should be anybody else's. That was mine. And at that moment, boom, that was it. That was it. And so I decided, hey, you know, I'm going back to Mother Earth. 
veganism is for me at that moment had nothing to do with anybody else had nothing to do even with all of the health benefits and all of the research and the people who have healed themselves it had nothing to do with any of that that was between me and me and that's what my spirit spoke to me that's what resonated with me and that when I speak to you know part the first critical component was ooh, when I started to clean up my diet, something started to happen to my mind. I was hoping it wouldn't take me this long to get to this point, but nonetheless, something began to happen. Something began to happen. So, all of the heaviness, things began to first of all my energy went up ooh ooh ideas focus concentration no it didn't all happen immediately but it but it started to happen i started to be like i like this I like i like the way i feel this is good this is good and and then i then i began to understand that it wasn't about shifting from you know, leaving out one thing from one extreme, which is me, and then going to another extreme, um, you know, just trying to supplement that satisfaction that I used to get from that and try to get from something else. It wasn't even about that. It was really about, oh, so let's clear. I'm clearing up my body, but that wasn't enough. Because there was some junk still in my body from all the years of damage that I had done to it. So I started a detox. Started a detox. Mm. And that took a next level. Now, I should, I'm leaving out the part that I did go back to the holistic doctor. And she helped me. She helped, she helped get me started. She gave me some um, homeopathic uh, medicines and um, oils and things that was, you know, parasite um cleanses um you know for my digestive system some some enzymes that help and those things were good those things were good they started the process but when i knew that she could no longer help me was when i suggested to her that i wanted to do a detox and she said i didn't need to and i don't know i don't know everything about everything but that's one of the dumbest things that you could ever say like that's like saying you don't need to wash your clothes after you wear them all week. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. All right, I think I can take it from here. And I would still refer people to her, but I knew she could no longer help me because I, I was on to something. And my body was speaking to me about what I needed. And I, I'm, I'm trying to connect. I, I hope this is coming across the way I'm trying to, to convey it. The food is what opened the door to the mind. Like, my mind started to think in different ways. I began to see and question things like, hmm. And then that mind part began to connect me to this unaccessible place called spirit. The spirit is what began to give me confidence. It began to remove the fear. Like, I can go to the doctor and I have enough confidence to say, I appreciate that, but I ain't going to do that. I'm going to do something different and really, really believe it 
and really be okay with it. The food, the cleaning up of my body. So changing the food was one, right? Number two was cleaning up my body. Because if you have been, I don't even care if you've been vegan all your life, right? But most of us haven't, I don't think. Just cleaning up your diet, babe, you got to go and you got to clean up that by changing the food is good. And naturally, your body is going to begin as you eat better, natural and whole foods. Your body is going to naturally, you know, start a a light detox process anyway. But I'm saying you really got to go. It's layers in there. There, there it, it, it's, it, it's organs in there that have to be flushed. I mean, you think of all of the air that you breathe, that you have breathed all your life. Think of the times you bought a new car. Ooh, new car smell. No, that's chemicals you're smelling. Think of the lotions you put on right now, today. Check your house. Look on the back of your lotions and look in the ingredients. Look on the back back of your toothpaste, your deodorants. This is what you put on your body every day. Are you taking showers? Yeah, that's chlorine and whatever else that they put into you know if you don't have a filter on your shower shower head you're taking that in so if you're taking in all these things constantly in addition to just normal everyday things water you don't know where the water coming from you don't know what's in that water i hate to be the bearer of bad news but you don't so your system has to be flushed regardless so the food boom start the process the cleansing of the body, ooh, begin to open it up. Like, ooh, ooh, mind, who this? Ooh, okay. And then mind began to tap into spirit. Ooh, mind, body, spirit. Oh, the Trinity. Hmm, we got something. I'm telling you, and it's levels to it. Because I'm still in it. Where I was then, I'm far beyond that now. And where where I will be next year, even the end of this year, I'll be beyond where I am now. It's constantly and it's continuous. This is ongoing. But I'm telling you, a lot of the issues that we're having, when we talk about doubt, self-esteem, um self-empowerment those things come from the spiritual level and we haven't been able to tap into that spiritual level because the other two levels we've neglected it is hard don't you see a difference when you give kids certain things to eat have you ever noticed that maybe you should talk to teachers that if you if they bring in certain things for the children to eat they respond a certain way. Or on the days that they have parties and they give them soda and cupcakes, right? And then they bring them back in, how difficult it is for them to focus. How difficult it is for them to stay on task. Why do you think that is? If you think that what you're putting in your body doesn't affect your mind, oh, yes, it does. Certainly it does. Not only sugar, just whatever other chemicals that are in there. You know, when you look at high fructose corn syrup, does that have mercury in it? How does that affect your body? 
If you're drinking water with fluoride in it, it's poison. You don't think that affects your mind? You don't you don't think. So all of these things, and we, we can break this down, and I am because, oh, my goodness, it, it's a rabbit hole. Like, one thing leads to another, to another, to another. But number one, we start with the food and what we're putting in our body. What we're putting in our body. The condition of the body is reflective in the condition of the mind. So when people tell me that they're depressed, I don't really entertain mental health. And I'm going to tell you why. Two reasons. One, because I have yet to speak to other than the exception of maybe one or two mental health professionals that speak about diet and nutrition. And if you think for one second that what you put in your body doesn't directly affect your mental, your health, you're crazy. You're crazy. And we see it. You see there's a difference if you eat a salad versus you eat a burger. If food is energy, why are you tired after you eat? Why are you unable to focus? Energy. Information. Your Food is sending your body information. What are you sending your body? That's the question. So when I say health saved my life, I, I, man, I feel good. And it's a good place to be. See, when I say that, people ask me how things are going. I'm like, man, things are great, man. They are freaking awesome. See, you assume that that means every single thing is just perfect or your version of perfect for me. And that ain't what I mean. That ain't what I mean. I figured out the connection between all of these things. And I figured out, even, even with being a vegan, I figured out that if I take in, even as a vegan, too much sugar and too many carbs, I feel sluggish. I figured that out. Like, and that lets me know body is saying, mm-mm, mm-mm, that, that's not what we need. You've overdone it. You're out of balance. You're out of sync. Like right now, I went to the gym. I was up at 4.30. I've been at the gym since 5.30. It's now what? 9.30? And I, I didn't eat anything. I had water because I always fast in the morning. And I fast, my workouts in the morning are fasted. I try to fast for all of my workouts anyway. I don't like to work out on a um, full or half full stomach. But I feel good. I don't feel tired. When I eat lunch, I'll probably have a salad. And I'm not going to feel tight. And I'm telling, I don't care what you or your mama say. If you want me to believe that you don't want to feel good all day, you lying. Because I know you want to feel good. And you want to feel inspired. So when I'm when we're talking about life and life success, it all connects back to health and wellness. When we talk about playing the victim, it comes back to health and wellness. When it when we talk about self-esteem, feeling empowered, it comes back to your health and wellness. It comes back every time. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. Because food does matter. Right? We talk about how you think, how thoughts are powerful, right? And thoughts dictate your life, which is true. But I need you to understand that unbeknownst to you, your food can be affecting how you're thinking. 
And God only knows, or we should say, no, we do know. Not only does God know that when you add drugs to that, when you add pharmaceutical drugs, which is more chemicals added to a body and a system that's already out of balance. I'm never surprised when people do things crazy and it comes out that they're on prescription drugs ever. I'm going to break down. Y'all don't realize how much I study. I, I, I spend more time studying than I do anything else. Real talk. And I'm just like, if people knew this information, it's some people it's not even not going to matter. But I'm like, if people knew this information. Like when I break down to you the hustle of the mental health industry, it's, it's all bullshit. All of it. It's made up, guys. They made it up. They made it up. <laughs> They they created a problem and created a quote-unquote solution to the problem. And they are profiting off of your ignorance. Our ignorance. Because I'm in, man, I'm, I'm in this race too. I'm in it. So I don't exclude myself. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Hell, hell, save, hell save my life, man. Like, I, I ain't worried about nothing. And again, when I say that, you may think, oh, that's easy for you to say because you got this, you got... No, it ain't because of that. I got that in my mind, and I'm just waiting for the physical to catch up. But I really, really believe it. And I feel it. And it feels good. And I realize all this time, that's why them prayers won't work in. All this time, why you could continue to go to church constantly continuously and you still couldn't get your health together or you see the people in the church who committing suicide who depressed who who they doing what you say do but after that they, they don't have no control over their life as soon as they leave the church their life is just a living mess and i was like oh because i asked god straight up i'm like god i'm gonna need some answers you gotta have to explain some things to me because something don't add up to me like, I, it don't make no sense. Like, these supposed to be your homies and your people. Why you leave them out to hang like this? What's up? And I was like, oh. Oh, you said faith without works is dead. So that means we all play an active role in this thing. Oh, I see. And ain't nobody telling you that. The church doggone show ain't telling you that. Because out the church... They gonna feed you know what they feeding you? Fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, greens with fat back, and diabetes tea, some rolls, some cake. You know the drill. Ain't nobody talking about no health. Don't you find that strange? You in the house of God and almost everybody's sick and overweight. Don't you find that strange? You in the house of God and you paying your little money, but you still ain't seeing the abundance on the other side. You don't find that strange. Hmm. All those people. I mean, you could say, well, you know, some people, they, they phony, you know, and they say one thing and they really not living. Okay, let's just say, let's just say 30% of those people fall in that category. What about the rest? What about the rest? I'm telling you, to get back to you, to get back to you. And I know people are like, well, we need a leader, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever. You can say, I'm not here to argue that or not. I, I don't quite. Look, if you're going to have a leader, fine. But you better make sure that leader is leading you back to you. 
Because if it ain't, if he or she isn't, you still lose. And that's why people are scared. That's why people are scared about, people are literally scared about the election. You don't know your power. You don't know your power to elevate beyond all of this. I know. That don't make no sense. But I'm just telling you, health saved my life. And, and if you really get, if you really decide to get serious about your health, if you really get, decide to get serious about what you put in your body and how you treat your body, right? And, man, I can't tell you the access that will be granted to you. How things will begin to make sense in a way that you don't have to ask. Well, how is someone able to... I mean, we're talking about basic tasks that we can't even do. Like, this is not just because we have bad habits, which that is part of it. Like, people really have a hard time focusing and working. Like, everybody is looking for, like, a good time all day long. And, yeah, some of that is lazy. Again, some of it is habits, but some of it is really, there's some things going on in our brain. And it's directly, it's directly linked to the state of our bodies. So food, I rally. Like anybody tell where I need to start. Check your food and you need to check your body. You got to detox your body. Got to. So, 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 so important. So important. When I see people that get crazy diagnosis, cancer diagnosis, and I see them eating the same things and and just taking more pills, and the pills are more chemicals. Like, oh, my Lord. Oh, babe. Oh, such a bad formula. Such a bad formula. You can heal yourself. You can change your life. You can improve your life. You can be happy. I know that seems strange for somebody to just be happy. And you can be happy and all of what your physical eye sees may not be what it is that you truly desire. And you can still be happy. That's why everybody walking around looking for somebody to make them happy. That's your job. Yours. So we're out of balance. We're out of balance. But I'm telling you, if we get back to health, if we get back to health, the wellness, man, you ain't got to worry. And that's going to give you, again, the mind power that you need to really, really shift some things in your life. Because it's going to take mental power to really go at this thing and do it the way it needs to be done. When people talk about this information, it's so much, it's overwhelming, I don't know, I don't know who to believe. Like, that's where that mental power comes in. You got to buckle down, but you, you need the strength to do that. You need the focus to do that, to keep you like, you know what, these people ain't going to hustle me, all right? If I'm going to go out, I ain't going out because somebody took me out. And I willingly allowed it. I'm going to study. I'm going to make sure that I do these things. I'm going to make sure if I'm serious about being independent financially, there are things that I have to do. It's going to require more time of me. Another benefit from me getting my health together is I feel good. I don't need to sleep all the doggone time. We the sleeping as people I ever seen in my life but still tired. Meaning we're not getting quality rest. We're not getting quality rest. Now, I ain't got time to be sleeping all day. I don't. And I don't want to be sleeping all day. I don't want to take naps all day. I can't even bust a move without, oh, girl, I need a nap. No. What did you need a nap for? You've been sitting down all day. A nap from what? This was a little longer than I wanted it to be. But I just can't emphasize it enough. Help changed my life, man. 
And if we would get out of the mindset of this quick fix and really, really begin, just start where you are, right? You ain't got to try to tackle every aspect. But I'm telling you, starting with just the food, ooh, it, it will help you so much with all the other pieces. All the other pieces will begin to fall to fall in line. But you got to eliminate these little deadlines. I would have thought by now I would have been doing X, Y, Z. What does it matter? What does it matter? You're here. Put in the work. Put in what's required. And and I'm going to tell you, once you save your, this is what I figured out. I couldn't figure it out. I was out to save the world. And I couldn't even save myself. And I figured out, hey, hey, girl. Hey, if you want to save somebody else, uh, how about you figure out how to save yourself first? You out here in, you know, 20 feet of water with no life jacket on trying to save somebody else. And you about to drown. Oh, shoot. You probably already drowning. Don't work that way. And I'm saying health is the key. It's the key. And the way we're headed with the health industry, medicine, and doctors, and what's going on with our food. Oof. There is a war for your mind. And if I can get your mind, I got everything. I ain't got to worry about nothing else. I ain't got to infiltrate your community. No. <laughs> I you you going to do all that for me. Or you going to remain asleep the entire time while while it is being done. I got to do that. It's a war for your mind. So everything is after your mind. The TV is after your mind. The news is after your mind. Social media, oh, it's freaking genius because now I can stay connected to how you feel emotionally all day long. If I want you to be pissed off, I got a story that I can start spinning at 8 a.m. And I figured out, not me, let me just go with it, quote unquote, I figured out, the powers that be figured out, when your mind is occupied on one thing, you don't have a lot of mental power to work on anything else. We ain't got to worry about you being on a financial come up because you stressed out about this. And when you stressed out, typically you're going to eat. You gonna, and, and, and it just piles on and on and on. And you know what all of that unhealthy eating going to do? On top of all that unhealthy stress, oh, baby, you're going to open the door to sickness. And once you get sick, we got something else waiting for you. Come on to the doctor. Come on. We got some things waiting for you. And all the while, mm, you're on the losing end. Everybody else winning. And if no other way, they winning by getting in your pocketbook. Oh, my grandma say pocketbook. It's a game changer. Health is really a game changer. And this is the last thing I'm going to say because I talk too much. It got to be something that triggers within you that sees everything that's going on around you. All the people who are suffering unnecessarily. All the people who are barely getting by. All the people, especially those who you love, who are breaking down. I mean, earlier and earlier, suffering from all types. I mean, all types of things that you're seeing, whether it's early cancer rates, you know, impotence, infertility, high blood pressure, overweight, you know, everybody needing 
knee and joint and hip replacements. It got to be something within you that says, this will not be my life. This will not be my fate. I ain't going out like this. I ain't, I, I'm not going out like this. If everybody else decides that this is the way they want to live and this is the way they want to go out, well, that's good for them. But I ain't going out like this. It got to be. And that, that, that's within. You, you ain't getting that from nowhere else. You can listen to whatever you want to listen to. And I think that's good because sometimes it does take listening to certain things to <sighs> blow the dust off that light that we have within. But I'm telling you, ultimately, it comes down to you. Finding something within that speaks to you that says... I am the captain of my ship. I'm the captain of my ship. And nobody else is going to direct this thing for me but me. And if I want something different, if I want something different, I got the power. I divinely, as a spiritual being, have the power to do anything that I desire to do. To change my life for the better. I'm just saying. Help save my life y'all. The door is open. Come on and join me. That's it. Until next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Project Rook Podcast. Remember. You are your greatest assignment. Until next time.